Nah, you can't ready. You yeah. can't ready. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, gotta, you know, you gotta, you know, be prepared for where you want to be, not where you are. I like you that. You dig? For sure. You mm-hmm. know, um, y- y- y'all pr- y'all get me ready for when y'all blow up, and then it's like, okay, now you really got to get the serious booking. <laughs> You know, y'all, you know, uh, with, with Sway in the morning and all of them. Oh, I wish. Y'all going to be, hey, you got to speak it, there. man. We trying to get up there with them. Ain't, ain't, ain't no trying, you're doing it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I appreciate there that. There is no trying. Do. <laughs> or do not. There is no trying. No, I remember, uh, but yeah, I remember uh, I was I was reading an article, an interview you'd done, and you had, you had spoke about, you know, like the old heads always saying, you know, how hard it'd be to do this or do that with the music and stuff. And then you just pretty much just had that one tell you, if you can see it, you can be it. Mm-hmm. And, I dig that. Uh, you know, that, that was me with, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get into like script, like film, like screenwriting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, me and him been talking about it, but a lot of my mom, she was always up by the book, you know, to get your nine to five, call it a day place. So right, type deal. Right. And, you know, I always did that, but then I was always playing with these ideas I had, and it was only until, like, she got sick one day, and um, some years ago, and then she had asked me about, like, the progress I was making on it, and I think that kind of just, like, woke something up. It was like, that was enough for me to be like, well, if this person could believe in me and I can do this, then surely I can do this, so that's what pretty much drove me to it, so, yeah, I, uh, when I was reading that, that interview, it, it was really cool to, to you know like to see you kind of have par like to have parallels kind of like in your childhood and stuff mm-hmm. with you know wanting to get into music and how you were sneaking on the drums and stuff like that. Oh, that, that okay, okay. Cool. I know which interview y'all talked about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I guess I could have. I guess I could have said which interview that was rude to me. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I was just sitting there looking at that and was, I, I saw a lot of parallels and the things that I want to do and you know how you did it and how you were saying like you know you don't play music to be this huge musician guy you just like to create you know you like to be inspired I by emphasis. stuff i love your emphasis on creativity like that's one of the one of the things i respect about you too oh it's just the you, fact man. that you just you. no matter what you stick with it like what 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 drives that creativity like on a daily basis the most high that's what's up for sure. you know um i mean so it's like your purpose you know why are you the the, the beautiful thing about being a human being is we can choose our own purpose. A lot of people don't know that. You think purpose is chosen for you. Right. No, you choose that. Right. And that's the beauty um, about being human, you know. Um, and I knew long, long at age five that I that I I knew that I'm gonna play music. You know how I'm gonna get there? I don't know. But that one thing, and and when I decided that at five, stuff. That's all, I, you know, that's just how the universe opens up, you know, um, not to be all biblical and, and churchy because I'm a, you know, I'm the biggest heathen potty mouth, <laughs> you know, but I do understand the principles, biblical principles that, you know, uh, the, um, it's some scripture, it talks about the desires of your heart, but that only comes when you are aligned with the source, you know, when you are in direct contact of the source, you know, it pours into you automatically, which, right. you know, the gift of being a creative is being a per- in perpetual, um, perpetual inspiration. So kind of to answer your question, Jean, is the goal is to be in perpetual inspiration so you can always create at will, you know, no matter what you have, you know, and my thing is music. I can make music 
anywhere, anytime with anything and anybody. I, I, I seen it like when you were doing a classical, I didn't even know you could do that. Really? No. Wow. It's crazy to think like I, I did not know. <laughs> yeah, because I was listening to the um, you sent me the YouTube yeah. uh, interview and stuff, and I was listening to it and how you were talking about like how you see the orchestra as you're playing on these virtual instruments and stuff, and I'm like, that's I I, I wouldn't tell. Like he told me he was like, no, that's he showed me something, and I was he was like, that's all of him. He's all the instruments like that. You that, do everything. You yeah, do it all, yeah. and yeah. that's super super cool to me because I've always thought about that like how much time it would take, like how much time goes into not only perfecting those instruments or maybe not even perfecting them, just being well enough at them to where you can be, mm-hmm. you can, you can be all of them. You literally just Eddie Murphy, the whole song, you know what I mean? And just like be every, every instrument. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and be like every instrument and know how to make a mesh and you know, when to cut them in, when to make them out, you know, what to make louder and what to like, you could do it's it like all multi, right yeah, there. It's like multitasking, like very, very like concise, you know, and mm. it, 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 you make it look, and, so- and sound like very very easy. Like, What's your like, favorite instrument to play? I don't have a favorite instrument. They're he all likes music, favorite. man. It's just music. It's like it's it's, it's okay because I've seen you MC. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's your favorite rap lyric? Yeah, yeah. It's a see, lot. see what I'm saying? It's you. so many, man. And, and you're a lyricist, so it's like. Man, that what kind of question is that? Yeah, right. <laughs> See, I would have said I thought you would have said like the guitar because when I nah. seen you play, listen, can we talk about that show a okay. little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to a show. What was the title of the show? Those who have eyes will hear. Those and that was have... a proof of concept show that you saw. Okay, that but... wasn't even the show. Really? No, that was not. It was a proof of concept, meaning that it was just, it was just um, it's, it, like what, like if you're in a television shows or podcast shows you'll do a pilot to get funding and so on and so forth just to say okay this works and as you can see it was you know it was a sold out Mm -hmm. it was sold out so you know um that showed proof that you know one there is a demand when something sells out that means people want to see it facts that i mean you can't argue with sold out (laughs) you can't argue with that you can't right and then two as a black composer, you know, getting back to how I see the instruments, um, it was just a thing that says, okay, contemporary classical music, um, there's that thing. And usually those spaces are um, inundated with white and male composers, right? Right. But I grew up listening to black composers like Quincy Jones. A lot of people don't look, you, yeah. all we think is Michael Jackson, like most, most, right? But this man has music in every genre. This is true. Hits, by the way, in every genre before Michael Jackson. You know, he was like in his 40s when he got to Michael, right? Mm. So, but he had already had like. He was like, playing with Ray Charles. Ray Charles, he had Dizzy Gillespie. He had uh, one of his biggest hits. His his first pop hit was Frank Sinatra, like his huge, huge, huge hits. Frank's he um you could cry if I want to hit the cry. I can't think of that. Just, that was his per. That was Quincy Jones. I'm trying to think of the lyrics to that now. How the song go now? Because I know what song you, you're you know what I'm about. talking yeah. about. Yeah, but that was Quincy Jones. <laughs> I did not know that. That was Quincy Jones. If I'm not mistaken, but I yeah. think he had it. Okay, you know the theme song for Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 
Quincy Jones. That's Quincy Jones. That's Quincy Jones. That's crazy. You didn't know that? I didn't know that at all. Man. See, that was that see when, when that's my standard. You know, you got Quincy Jones and then there was a brother uh back in the day, um uh his name was uh Joseph Bologna or Bologna, I, I don't know the right French Bologna, Bologna. Joseph Bologna, also known as Xavier de St. George. And that's a mouthful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, how you pronounce that? Like, say that. Yeah. And, and I'm wondering if I'm pronouncing that correctly. But anyways, he was You did a, your best. He was uh, considered a black composer. He was the mother of an African uh, slave. And, you know, the whole back end of the slavery, he was mom was raped and you know one of the slave hands but he it, it, long story short um he was a biracial kid who was a prodigy on violin and this is back during the time of napoleon mm. so and they called him the black mozart wow look look him up look him up I'm you know? look so into I, that. and a lot of his works were like like you know like disbanded in in you know but it but they got a thing in French Cuba where they're bringing him back, and then the government of France actually acknowledge it's, acknowledging it's, him. And there's a movie coming out in next year about him. So, so pretty much like they've they've like started to credit him for his yeah for his works mm-hmm. and stuff. That's good because though. he was a black slave, and back then you know they you know one even up to recently as the '60s. You know when you go back and talk about Quincy Jones, when you go back to Nat King Cole. Mm-hmm. Who 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 re, who pretty much the Brat Pack like St. Frank Sinatra, Dean right. Crosby, and all of them. Well, that sound comes from uh, Nat King Cole. Facts, right? That whole sound, and because of he was growing up in Jim uh, Jim Crow era, and we talking about Nat King Cole now. Black people, according to uh, scholars, American scholars string a big string those big beautiful lush string arrangements well they wouldn't take them from black people because faux science says that black people did not have the mental the mental capacity, the, the mental wow. capacity for capacity for classical That's and crazy. big string arrangements when what ha- what had happened was <laughs> that king cole said no yeah i'm gonna do these arrangements but i got one of my homies white homies in the band he going to get the credit, but I'm going to get the money. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's fine how to do it. The Capitol, the, the house that, the Capitol Records, the house that Nat King Cole built. Check that out. Unforgettable. No King pun intended. <laughs> for real, for real. Unforgettable, Unforgettable no man. Yeah. So is that Richard. like, is that like something you also like kind of like subconsciously or like very consciously strive to do whenever you make your music is like try to go against those, the norms, like what it is to be a black musician or a black composer. Like, do you feel like, you do your best to stay out of those boxes that we we do. We we, we as black people we put a lot of boxes around mm-hmm. stuff like oh we can't like rock rock and roll as white people music or you know stuff like that. Do you like try to make sure like you put it in their face like I'm not only is it for everyone I'm going to show you how I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make you listen I'm gonna make you love this genre. So I wouldn't say I'm purposely doing it because it's contrived. If I did it on purpose, right, right, right. I just do it. You know I. What I do purposely is acknowledge the, the 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 shoulders I'm standing on. 
I'm standing on the shoulders of Quincy Jones, Nat King Cole, uh, 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 St. George. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm standing, I'm, I'm, they already did it. Right. They already, I'm, you know, so what I have to do is be conscious and honor them in the music. You know, if, if, if Quincy Jones came to me right now and, Oh shit, man! Eric Troy, man, that, that thing right there, man, <laughs> was a little too dense in the beginning, man. You gotta check yeah. out your, your sound scores, man. <laughs> yes, sir. And I gotta go back and read. Re- you know, I'm always thinking in this. I wouldn't sense even know of, what to say if he spoke to me. I'd be. Uh, uh, what I do? Go back and do right. it. <laughs> yeah. Ain't nothing else. You wouldn't say nothing, right? Quincy Kims and did my music and be like, "Yo, man, you need to redo the." Ain't nothing else. I'm gonna say. I'm it's really not too much. Can, yeah, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. All right. I mean, that's, <laughs> that kind of knowledge being thrown at you for free like okay yep you're right you're, you, you've been here you've walked this path already you know what you're talking about yeah you're right and you were listening to this it. at like five years old yeah man yeah well so music has always been one of them things you dig you know and then like I would sit there's my mom and then I got my uncle Robert and then my uncle Edwin who was you know, all of their now passed on. They're all my, tra- they're my ancestors now. And, and, and they all had music stuff in their crates. Right. So, you know, one of the things that I used to love to do was go digging with my mom, you know, every paycheck. Where'd mom, you go? Um, so I growing up in Atlanta, I grew up in Atlanta, oh, Georgia. Okay, okay, that's what's up. And there was a store right across the street from Greenbrier Shopping Mall in Atlanta, uh, called uh, Turtles, Turtles Music and Tapes. And my mom, see back then it wasn't called crate digging; it was called shelf digging, mm. or or you know you 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 aisle flipping. You 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 went through the aisle and you flip. You right. know you, you there were just aisles of records and tapes. You know, eight tracks back then. <laughs> back like, then, what's that? Eight tracks. <laughs> but you, my mom would every other week when she get paid, she always bought new music. Mm. You know, and it was just a journey that I loved and shared with my mom, right? And she would go and get the Frankie Beverly Mays and 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 the George Bensons, and she would get that stuff. And then my uncle Robert, he would get all of the 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 uh the fusion jazz stuff right mm. you know what we would call rare groove right now or lo-fi that's what we call that now the lo-fi okay lo-fi. see We're that familiar. was called rare groove back in the day you know <laughs> so you know i i you, you, you when you travel with them and you share their music and then he would get the eight track tapes because my uncle had the plush cordoba <laughs> it was plush man it was plush as this seat i'm sitting in in his car and he put in the eight track and we would just ride wow crazy. and then my uncle edwin who was seven years older than me more like a big brother he was the one that introduced me to hendrix and parliament funkadelic and all that wild stuff you know the stuff that you know, when you was talking about the rock and roll stuff that, you know, Little Richard, like, right, you ain't supposed to listen to that. You know, that's that's white people music. But my uncle, you know, hold up, hold up. Right. Here's Little Richard right here. Yeah, it's music. He, 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 here's Jimi Hendrix. You know, here is 
uh uh bb uh, king here is some of them blues cats grandpa was like that's that was my grandpa's that's that's his whole field is blues i grew up on that in the yeah, kitchen we had mad bb king records bb yeah. oh, king was gangster as hell listen <laughs> my my great aunt dated bb <laughs> king he was gay oh wow yeah. that's interesting yeah because <laughs> he was gangster i heard he was gutter like 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 he 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 was Suge Knight with guitar. <laughs> <laughs> like, I heard stories of old stories of some of the old blues cats because he would come up here a lot. You know, Canton, Akron, and he had hella women all over the place and some kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did hear that. Kids I did hear that. Kids. You know, one of my homegirls is in Cleveland is one of his granddaughters. You know, shout out. Um, uh, what's my girl's name? Um, can't think of it. She out of Cleveland. But uh, he had a lot in. I can imagine he so. was gangster back yeah. in that time. Yeah, Canton was popping back then. Everybody Can't, was up oh, here. Man, Canton, Akron, Cleveland—it was popping. Everybody all of the stuff here. was all, Youngstown. Because what was Because what was the uh, Battle of the Bands event you did? So paint that 70s. picture because like I, I think about a time where like that area. Just imagine you know, from Canton, you can go to Akron and go to the Battle of the Bands. Or this whole area, Canton, you know, uh, Canton, Akron, Canton, Cleveland, Youngstown. This whole area was just hot. You know, this just this was just a What year is this? This is in the 70s. This is during the funk 70s and 80s. This was the funk so era. Like Dayton. They all Ohio period, man, was just Yeah, can you can you kind of like quickly give a little lecture on that cuz people sleep on Ohio when it comes to funk or they don't really know. Like Ohio so, is a state. So for that. so I'm going to get to funky. So right. I'm going to get to so 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 the, the one thing you were talking about um the or battle of the bands, so that mm-hmm. was a common thing around here, you know. Uh, back then, the thing to do was being a band. Like, like during, I had cousins in Chicago and New York, right? They were in yeah. gangs. We didn't have <laughs> gangs. We had bands. <laughs> we couldn't do that. We weren't, we weren't trying to, you know. So, so. This area in particular, uh, uh, in, in Detroit, you know, it was real musical. It was a, a just a, yeah, you know, us in Michigan was just a hotbed, and and the soul came from that. the The clean stuff came from Michigan, but the dirty stuff came here. But it was all. But when it would it, when it get together. You would get cats like the OJs. Yeah, three three zero. You you know what I'm saying? Yeah. OJs was they they were the the archetype for for the one twelves, the new editions. The right. you know they were the archetypes. You know the boys the men. They OJs was the boys the men of that era. You know, so back then during the eighties, especially in the late seventies, early eighties, everybody had a funk band. Because that was the party music. That was hip hop. Up. That was the. Right. That was the party music Fact, yeah. of his day. And and you know a lot of them do. That's a lot of the great hip hop sampled that generation. Exactly. And there was no samplers, no samplers. There was no DJs cutting and scratching. You had, you to, had play. to play it live. And you had and to, you had to rock a party. Right. Four five hours straight. All vinyl. Imagine that nonstop. All records, stop. <laughs> All records. You ha- no, no records. This is live. This is live media. Okay. Yeah, this is what you said. I'm saying, sweating bullets if you up DJ, there, bro. Yeah, and but, but the band all day. 
Yeah, and 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 and, and you had to. You, <laughs> you need to know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah, and 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 this was not the funk bands was not like you see now. You see these live musicians and stuff. This is one of the things I have to just. I had to kind of get over. I see the musicians, and you see everybody. They sitting down on stools and stuff, and they be like, "Man, we just rehearsed this last night." Have y'all heard that in mm-hmm. live? Boom! <laughs> you get stuff thrown at you. I have had stuff. And as a matter of fact, in Canton. Oh, no. <laughs> in Canton. Oh, no, I can't. What does that Canton, feel like? A like, water bottle thrown at us. We had. What was. Where were you at? It was an old bar. Uh, I, I'm trying to. It's. I mean, downtown Canton ain't that, but, but so big. Right. I want to. Uh, it was a little, it was a little bar like this, but it was slick. But we came down here, my uncles and them came down here, man, and man. it was bad. I was so worried about that when I I hosted a show back in uh, last June, and all I could think of was like, if I am bad at this, this is gonna make him look bad. This is gonna make everybody else look bad. It's gonna make me, me look <laughs> yeah. bad. It's a little uh, different. But how was it with a band though? With a band, man, bro. If you were bad. And the audience start throwing, like, boo, back in that, you can boo, they can boo you. Sometimes, depending on how bad you were, they just cut the power. <laughs> like, the dude just, and would you rather have something thrown as, 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 as a musician, would you rather have something thrown at you or the power cut off? Cut the power off. They cut the power off. <laughs> Please, don't yeah, throw that. We can yeah, don't out. throw nothing at yeah, me, bro. Yeah, we can Cause, slide Because you, you, you know, you know, my, my, my instruments cost. You know, we wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've had an amp ruined because somebody threw something. You know, um, Jimmy, we were doing a Jimi Hendrix um, tribute. One of the bands that when I first moved back to Cleveland uh, out of college um, in 93, 94. We were at this this place called the Euclid Tavern. Mm-hmm. It was where CIA uh, uh, was. What is this? It's, it's all beautiful. It's plush now, but back then Cleveland was gutter. <laughs> you know that whole strip was just was stinking rough. and gutter, right? And we had a a, a three piece Jimi Hendrix tribute band, and we were more like the band of gypsies, not the experience, and. You niggers get out. You know, when they get drunk. When they get drunk, you know. But we we killed it. But then after that, after we stopped playing, I don't know what it was. They didn't boo us while we was playing. It's cause it the, was after we was done. The feelings went away. The good vibe went away. It was they, 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 <laughs> they saw you. They were off. They was like, went, oh, he yeah, went off quick. As soon as you took, like, as soon as you stopped playing, it's like they took the bag off and they <laughs> what? No, they put the bags on. Oh, and, true, and, true. And, 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 you know they put the, the, the they put the, the hands. They put it on. They, then they put it on and just start throwing beer and it's like the Clayton Bixby thing when they were just <laughs> <laughs> when they was just so proud of him until he took his hood off. Like, like, oh, head man, exploded. It, yeah, it was the opposite of that though. You know, just, <laughs> you know, and they threw stuff at us, man. And it's like, you know, now I, I look at a lot of these musicians now. It's like, man, y'all have no clue. Because I was gonna ask you that earlier. Like, do you feel like back then was it was more like? cutthroat getting into music and succeeding than it is now you had to play like, you got a lot of technology to rely on didn't now. have all that extra stuff that we have now you had to know your craft exactly right it really it really 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 if you knew your craft Nothing did right you. yeah you 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 come with it 
and 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 and, and as they say, excuse the expression, but balls out, right? Because <laughs> I mean, I feel like when you say uh, you have to know your craft, you, you know, it isn't to, just knowing the instruments. Like you have to know the audience. You, you have, have to know, know your... the audience. Performing is an art, mm-hmm. right? And you have to have. And so here's another thing: we were rehearsed. Like when you talk about the idea of rehearsing, rehearsing was an a second job. Right. That's true. A, you rehearsed. a whole nother job. <laughs> like, like after high, band practice. Band mm-hmm. practice was four to eight out four to six hours. And, and on weekends, eight. Damn. Every day. But it made you good on the stage. Now you gotta but now that's, it's the that's that getting and out what you put in. Yeah, thing, yeah, you know. And man. now it's exactly. like, man. I mean, you know, I ain't you know saying what well, well, your stipend at. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, your stipend. <laughs> Sorry. It wasn't no stipend. You know, back then it was about the love of the show and the applause. The applause was the payment. And when you when you knew the record, you know, you didn't add. So back then, up until. You know the the, the mid nineties. You when you sound exactly like the record, and mm. better or better, that that was that was it. That's why I love live albums from the seventies because sometimes they sound better they than sound the actual better than the music. Re- okay, so there was a mentality of that back then. Again, going back to the funk era, those Parliament Funkadelic, those Earth Wind and Fire records that y'all heard back in the day, mm-hmm. that was just a reference. Of what's to come live. Uh, you ever heard it devotion? It was only a reference, and that's how they recorded it. You ever heard Devotion live? Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. Bro, like, so, you so like, the OJs, you know I know that song. OJ's records <laughs> from right here in Canton were always better live because yeah. they made it, they produced those records to be to be performed. Right. Right? Yeah. If you love this app, Stevie Wonder records, mm. if you listen to it and you're blown away by the recording, just imagine live. Back. And that's you, that was the expectation. Now, what you have is the reverse. Everything you know, is for radio. Everything is for radio. Even your performance, which is, you, which is why, you know, a lot of the performers can't do a three-hour concert straight. Right. Now, I, I will say one that could. That could do it. Who do you think could do it? Y'all might be mad at me, but I'm gonna say Beyonce. I believe it. I, I, believe, I believe it. it. I believe it. Cause that sister trained with heels. On, she like like she she this this she, is she's a, she's this is well, that's the thing. She's a performer. A performer. You know, Cause you have you 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 can always see those musicians like Michael Jackson or Beyonce. Well, they or all like train that. the same. They, they don't just rehearse like they're actually they trying to like train for a performance. Like athletes, they train. Exactly. Oh like, yeah, Beyonce, like she, because she's not on social media. You could tell like she takes that time to really perfect her, her craft. Yeah. Listen, right after shortly, I saw a, 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 a video footage of her running her scales on a treadmill in heels. Wow. Dedication. She got that from Prince. Think about Prince, I love Prince. <laughs> this dude, man. this dude is love on the paint Prince. shooting threes and jays in heels. Yeah, Prince was balling. That was a real <laughs> thing. That was real. They said that was real. And yes, they got footage of this dude 
up and down the court in heels. <laughs> the Charlie Murphy story. That was oh, real. real. No, I knew it was real. It's a whole bunch of people that's confirming but that's, that was real. That's dope, man. And he like, was a beast on the court. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Because, like, you, I'm glad you said that because you look at a lot of people who, like, they might be radio good, but they can't perform at all. Like, I've seen a lot of performances, just, just stuff online, you know, stuff, YouTube. Right. And it's just like, I wouldn't have paid to, I, you people paid to go see them basically ad lib over their own music yeah. and do yeah. nothing. I, I, I would be furious. Big money too. And uh, yeah, and, and, and you Man, know, I have people what? who are always like, the tickets because why you've long never been to a, was. yeah, you've, you've never been to a concert or you've never been to a live performance and it's like, I'm not going to pay that much money to sit around a bunch of people who are just all listening to I this guy ad lib his own music. I like, right, yeah, right, right. I, when I go, if I'm gonna spend money on something like that big, it's got to be an experience. Which is why I'm sure if I was around back in that era, I, I would have went to way more concerts, way let more me, live. Let me ask, let me ask Eric one last question before we go on break. What was one of your favorite live performances that you've done? Oh Jesus, uh, the ones that I've done. Yeah, that, to describe that feeling, like give me that one, that one live performance of a song you may have created that you've done live, that just that you'll never forget. I did um, a show with like 20 people and we did, we, I don't even remember. We just jammed all night mm. and it was just, it wasn't a song per se, but the band that I had, we improvised. Like we did like one song that everybody knew and then we just, I don't know what happened, but we, it just went off into different realms and then we looked up it's two hours later wow <laughs> this is all just freestyle instrumental just yeah oh nice yeah we did the old jazz thing as you say freestyle <laughs> yeah freestyle and, instrumental. And, but, but see that's what rehearsals were you know jam call, session call, call a key a two three and, and, and then just go and just go and that just went on and on and on and on. And then next thing you know, we all just partying and everybody in the whole building sweating. So I wouldn't, if that was a performance, if, if that counts. I'd say it counts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd definitely say it counts. You, you you gave, you put on an experience, you know what I mean? Yeah, you like, put on, that's what I like, the experience. Like, that, if that, I can remember. Call, I feel. call the key, D-flat. Can you imagine, like, because <laughs> for me, it's like, I, I would be cool going somewhere and hearing somebody play that long and be like, hey, what was that set list you did? Oh, no, that was just us freestyling. Was just like, what? jamming. Excuse yeah. me? All right, who are y'all? Because I'm following you. Like, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. You know what I mean? Back then, you couldn't really do all of that. You, you had to you wait for the album. It. And so, and that was just a thing where, where that kind of stuff was accepted and rewarded. Mm -hmm. You know, now what's rewarded is the stuff that you were just talking about, you know, you freestyling and to get back to the symphony thing that you were talking about that that what you saw, Jean, was. Ideally, that was supposed to be with a, a huge orchestra, mm. you know, ideally, you know, but, um, you know, like I said, I saw the I can see the instruments because I go to the symphony right. and when I see the symphony, I close my eyes and imagine me doing and composing all the parts for all of the instruments. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and having a familiarity with each section, you know, the cellos, the oboe, um, the, 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 the first and second, third violin, 
or you know depending on how the orchestras are set up and i've always wanted to see myself and and in cats like us uh up there conducting and and there are orchestras black orchestras all black orchestras out there there's there's orchestra noir of atlanta the black pearl in 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 uh in philadelphia i think but they're there you know we just gotta go seek them out it's like John Pay, one of the dopest lyricists in the city, you have to seek him out. Right. It's just the same thing. You know, we got to seek this stuff out. We go go look for it. But I've often, you know, envisioned this stuff, you know, and I see it in with the virtual instruments and tech, with the advent, the advent of technology, you can do the whole orchestra. But ideally, what I would like to do is get charts and say, Here's your part. Here's your part. Here's your part. Here's your part. And let's play. You know, that's that's the dream. That's the goal, you know, and that was the proof of concept that you saw. And the people, you know, they wanted the music. And then there's the film part that you saw, you know, that you probably didn't. Maybe you noticed. Maybe you didn't notice. There was the two screens on the side. I noticed that. So ideally, that's what that's supposed to look like as well. You know, a, a live performance full orchestra the soloist and then the movie can that be viewed online again um we're i got some clips to it but um i'll be putting some up you know uh I, i'm not happy with what i have um but we're working on it we th- that's still a work in progress like you said that was a proof of concept so well, well um before we go on break where can they follow you at shout your social media out so i would rather I got this thing of, I mean, I'm on, I'm on all of the social medias except Twitter. Okay, you know, no I, Elon Musk. I too. <laughs> no Elon Musk. Anti Twitter. I'm anti Twitter now, <laughs> so I'm done. We're on, so all of the social medias, but the best one is like I like being direct contact with people. So the it's linkapp.com forward slash eriq underscore troi. That's link app, L-I-N-Q-A-P-P dot com forward slash E-R-I-Q underscore T-R-O-I. But you can find that on Instagram. I'm on, <laughs> if you can't find me, it's on Instagram. The link is on Instagram. The link Make is on sure Facebook. Make sure y'all seek my guy out. And where can I follow you? You can follow me on Instagram at Krishan underscore white. We uh, be roasting John. We get it, it, It's a good time over there. Come follow me. And uh, where can I follow you at on um. Wait, we got it. Oh yeah, hold on. Yeah, I, I figured you want to get your book out the way before we did Michael's <laughs> no, act. What about you? We saved the book for last. What about you? What about you, boss? Oh, you can follow me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at. He does have a mic, by the way, man. He don't get a mic. And that's all I got. That's all he's got. What about? Are you ready? You're why? You're why? Look how excited. All right, right. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok at Jean P the MC. www. <laughs> oh, go ahead. <laughs> MC. Dot com episode eighty. We got Eric Troy in the house. You gonna stick around with us for a minute? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's go. It's All a right, good time. John Peter MC. Seaweeds. Mike with radio Zach, voice. Episode eighty. Say what you mean. Peace. Uh, say what you mean. Mean what you say. I'm from the three three yo. Where them boys don't play. Say what you mean. Mean what you say. I'm from the three three yo. Where them boys don't play From the northwest to the northeast Say my name once and they know it's me Southeast to the southwest No arguments, yeah I got next, Jean P
One, two. Ladies and gentlemen, this is series. We are back <laughs> on the Say What You Mean podcast. We got Michael Zach in the building. Yours truly, Jean Peter MC, and our special guest, the Eric Troy, very talented He's musician here, coming out of uh, Akron, Akron, Ohio. Ohio. Here, um, very prolific words by Mr. Eric. He had to Troy. do his radio voice. He, That's uh, his thing. He got to do his little radio that, voice. Uh, you know, black don't crack, but it do ache. <laughs> <laughs> So be on the lookout. He make that sound sexy though, we, uh, right? <laughs> he made it. Hey, <laughs> say that again. Black don't crack. Black don't crack, so. baby. But it do ache. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, you yo, 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 yo! You gotta do that every episode. Every you gotta episode. do that. Uh, yo, yo. Gotta do that voice. <laughs> we back here to say what you episode mean. Episode eighty. Episode eighty. Eric Troy in the house. We talking music. It's a vibe, man. It's I love cool, this. man. It's a good time. What you think of the spot, man? I'm loving the spot. Oh, why saying? did you make it? Yes, and we will add some. That's what he does. Genius. They should have never told me I had this voice, man. <laughs> Ever since they we, we never had a told guest, me that. shout out Broadway. Bryce Broad told Wavy, him man. that we were doing a pod, and Bryce was like, "Hey, man, you got a nice radio voice." And ever since then, he done took it to the man, moon. Man, hey, man, go beyond the moon with it, bro. Do it. I'm gonna let, be let like, it go. Uh, let I'm, it go. I'm pretty let's sure just, I'm doing. I can't believe it's not butter commercial next month. So I seriously can't believe it's not butter. With seaweeds. With seaweeds. Wait, you need to add some sexy theme music. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, oh, there we go. There we I go. got you. I got hey. you. I got you. I got you. Say no more. Eric Troy say no more. got me on the beat. I already got it. Say no Y'all more. get ready for this. Listen, that's got that would be a crazy <laughs> album. Eric playing his heart out and Krishan just saying random stuff just in that random. voice. How are we doing out there, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> it's your boy, Seaweeds. Just got back from Blue Habanero. Very good Mexican joint here <laughs> off of uh, Tuscaloosa hey, no, Street no, no, West. No. Same <laughs> plaza as Wayne. Make it sound real 70s, right. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's good to have you here, man. I appreciate yeah, you stopping man. through. Thank so, you guys, hey, man. This, sure. is, this is fresh. This is really I'm glad fresh. you're feeling the vibe. What you think of the space, man? Yeah. Yo, so, yeah, this it is truly baptized with a lot of creative energy you feel it when you walk in you can smell the paint and 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 sweat equity in the floor and 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 yeah man i'm kind of jealous that's yeah. one of our sponsors, man. One man, of our sponsors, the Hub upset. Art Factory. Sponsor <laughs> time. Sponsor time. <laughs> Eric said he was jealous. Yeah, I'm I, jealous. Like, I didn't I can, even know I this place existed. doing some things up in here. Oh, too. yeah. You can. Yeah, listen, you can do whatever you like, man. Yeah, just listen to party up. here. Yeah, I had my listening party here. Oh, I missed it. Mm-hmm. I had it here. Damn. Yep. That's actually, one of our dope. sponsors, the Hub Art Factory. I'd actually go to, if you oh. do a show here, I'd actually, I'd, I'd come to it for sure. If he did some something. intimate vibes in here would be dope. Yeah, yeah, okay. And, and that's what I'm. That's why I keep looking. If you keep, I'm looking around and just like see how we could like the beauty of the hub is like you can adjust and make it how you want to make it whenever yeah. you're up here. You know what I'm saying? So you can rearrange things. You know, as long as you aren't messing with none of the art. Shouldn't have told me that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm dead. Out. I would. I would come on night soldier man. Bring that. a little something in the, one of them things in here. Listen, and we to some already Eric got the, the, the like. Out like and then and then going back to my show, my show was um uh kind of um RSVP kind of exclusive only. So those who wanna come came right. and you yeah. came and, and that was the vibe I had for my listening party here. Yeah, and, and and I'm like this is these are the kind of spots that I wanna do like experimental listening stuff where it's not so you are baptizing and, and immersed in art. That's the hub of all day. All 
sorts, all mediums, everything. You are immersed in it. Just so, stimulated from all sides. Yeah, much. just yeah, just, just nonstop. Wherever you turn. Oh, art. Yeah, oh, that's art everywhere. Yeah, that's why I love coming here. Yeah, I would I would redo his thing with some audio speakers, though. But other than that, we cool. Yeah. Listen, you can do it. The world is yours here at the Hub. So shout out to the Hub. Shout out to Shout Hub. out to Pristine Steamwash, Aaron Dukes. Shout out to Aaron Dukes. Shout out to Equity House. We love you, Liz Lala. We Shout do out Miss Lala, man. We do here. Doing great Thank things. You. We appreciate the sponsor. So it is a beautiful place. It really is. Michael is that how you doing over there, man? I'm chilling. I'm having a good time. My guy had two Chipotle bowls <laughs> in one sitting in <laughs> here. Ooh. He was hungry. Bubble no guts. idea what's going on with this guy. Ooh, bubble guts. You good? Freaking renegade. <laughs> Let's get into it though, man. What was it like growing up up in Akron, man? So I grew up in Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm a SWAT kid. SWAT. Southwest Atlanta. Yeah. Hey, Campbell's a town. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'm a SWAT kid. All um, right. But um, you know, but I also came back. I'm a. I, I was born in Akron, so we would come back and forth, back and forth, which is. You know, I would get with my uncle and we'd go to those battle of the bands and mm -hmm. stuff, you know, which you talked about that earlier in, in, in the battle of the bands. And we would he would put me um, he put me on drums at seven years old. And, and, you know, what wins the battle, of course, a kid, if the kid got Noah's thing and, and know what he doing, got his stuff right and can play and can sing. That's why Michael Jackson always slayed him because he was he was a baby he could do it all. With, with his big brothers and he had that thing right. So you you will always win with the talented kids. So that was my uncle's thing. So he threw his little nephew on, but I knew how to. I knew, knew that song. Doing, I rehearsed that song well with my uncle, not with the band. Right. And so he called an audible that day and the band was like, but I was like, okay, y'all don't believe in me. I believe in myself. Watch this. Click, click, click. And blew their minds. It was a joint called Slave. So <laughs> that joint is fire. And I played that song. And that, and, and, and soon as I counted it off, they, the, crowd just went oh you know it was because they're not expecting it they didn't expect kid, that right and then they did and they didn't expect me to attack the drums the way i did and them drums not these little church drums that they got hey, i drums. had them big old 80s flintstone <laughs> drums <laughs> you know the big with brontosaurus drums man them the ones i i, I played on. how yeah. many times did you perform after that they just kept you on the drums after he that? kept me on the drums after that i would either play with my uncle's band i had a fast forward to my teen years um my homie shout out to my man rob thompson uh my man rob thompson jr rather uh, RT, his dad, RT Sr., uh, had a jazz fusion band, you know, and it was three piece. You know, he does the jazz fusion keys, kind of what y'all call the Robert Glasper thing. Well, he yeah. was doing that back then. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the Robert Glasper. Yeah. Robert so Glasper, yeah. I got to I got to kind of get it to right, comparable right. so cats know what it is. So. So he was real big into like the Herbie Hancocks and the Joe Samples. You know, they were the real musicians, them dudes back then. So I would play with him, you know, and 
it was real cool, you know, just playing out with him and, and, and the different little vibes. And sp- I ain't get no money, but I got. <laughs> <laughs> I, ain't get I didn't paid. know I was supposed to get paid. I was just glad to be in spots where grownups was at. Right. You know, all of this stuff. I ain't get paid until I moved to Europe. I had never gotten paid. I didn't really? Think- I was just about to ask you. Yo, whereas- yeah. You never got paid until you went to Europe? Never year? got paid. How old were you when you went to Europe? I was, let me see. I was a, I was 29. Wow. Yeah, 29. 29 was your first check with the music? First check ever. And that was probably the best one, wasn't it? How big, if we may ask? Equivalent, so it was 400, so that was equivalent to 200 bucks for three songs. Wow, and that that first check in music is a great feeling, ain't and it? and I felt guilty. Wait, this was I ain't even bur- I, I wasn't even warmed up, and then it was three songs, and it was over. Like I'm I'm not even warmed up. I, I ain't gotta even really do what this. I want to do. Right, right, right. And she was like, "No, baby, you done. Here's two hundred dollars. When you when you available for what the next show." But we're not done. No, we're done. Here's your money. <laughs> you know, I, I had a blue screen with the, what I call the blue screen. You know, when the computers back in the day shut down and it was too much. And the blue screen. <laughs> that's, that was that. that I, I, Just buffering. That was buffering. <laughs> right, 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 right. My mind was buffering. Like He was like, what? I think. Are okay, you sure? All right. Am I supposed to get some of this back? <laughs> She's like, baby, you you. I had a similar experience like that. And she was like, <laughs> shout out to my girl, Mary Ford. She was, a, she's a, she was a singer over in Germany. She was like, baby, you ain't never got paid, have you? No. She's like, you, I'm mad because you are way more than what I gave you. Right. Way more than what I she gave you. She the one that should have felt right. guilty. Yeah. I was like, huh. So, but, but, you know, that was the first check I ever had, man. And I, and, and Mary Ford, I always, Mary Forbes, I stay forever grateful to her, man. You, you ever know. play more shows with her outside oh, yeah. of that one? Good, good. Oh, yeah. Cool, cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, whenever she called, I, I went, nice. you know. Uh, but it led up to some more shows with my boy who brought me over there, who also was from Akron. Um the way that I got over there was my boy had yeah, a, I was just about to ask you, you he had a here? deal with this producer. So the way that it worked over there was the producer signs to the label, right? The label signs the producer, the producer signs the artist. And that's how Millie, you know, uh, he was signed, my man Elliot. Shout out to my man Elliot, which you saw that night. Um Okay, yeah. The 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 one tall brother that that was singing, that was him. And he uh got me over to Germany because he was signed and he was like, well, look, man, you know, and, and I got over there and we were doing his record and it didn't do, well, the producer didn't push it the way, you know, when you get signed, sometimes they shelve you, you know, but it, they didn't, they didn't work it the way, you know, and I'm naive. This is my first real thing into yeah. the game, my right. introduction into the game. I, I'm thinking, you know, I'm over there. I'm in this plush studio. Um, I'm rock star. You know, I'm doing a rock. I'm getting a rock star treatment, you know. But, you know, but what ended up happening was I moved over there on the strength of that. And it didn't work out. But he had a background singer with him 
who was cool with one of the cats of the voices of Millie Vanilli. Girl, you know what? it's true. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh, yeah, ooh, exactly. Them dudes. <laughs> the voices, not the not the or dude, not girl, the pretty you boys. Know it's girl, you know it's girl, you know. No, them the pretty boys. The, <laughs> okay. the models. The actual voices, they believe in live they 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 want to catch the play. Yeah. And so she was shout out to my man uh I'm in love with you, girl. You uh, the dude that was doing the rap, that's my man uh uh um Charles. Wow. So she was like, well, you funky. I got somebody that I think you might fit. So she called him up. I didn't know who he was. He, she called him up. She's like, yo, I got a funky bass player from Ohio. What's that supposed to mean? Didn't know that when you say Ohio, that's cold for he funky as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, right. He's, he's Let funky. you know, right. What? He just got out. He just he got off the plane. He just just got off the boat. Meaning, yeah, I'm new there. Right. So he's like, well, yeah, have him at my spot. I come, he asked me, well, you, you know any Gap Band? I said, it, it, it's 7-Up. <laughs> <laughs> Can Jordan, is Michael Jordan or Jackson? Right. Which one? Choose one. So uh, he was like, well, all right, well, cool. Do you know the song? He's uh, 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 Oops, Subside Your Head um, oops, by Gap Band. Subside Your Head. Say, oops, I said, you want it in the, in, the, in, the, in the original key? How, how, how you want it? You want it exactly like the record or do you, how you want it? He's like, man, exactly like the record. Enough said. Turn it off. I knew it note for note because I'd been, I'm, we in the funk, man. Came ready. Right. Came ready. What we do. Come on, so man. he was like, okay, well, come back up, man. We going to come come through the spot, man. Uh, Come again. Not knowing that I got a job with, with the voices of Millie Vanilli. I didn't know that. Nice. Mm. Just by doing the work, just by knowing, doing knowing the, the work, and, be, and, and just being in, in the spot, you know, just where you needed to be when you needed to be there, and and just by the grace of Almighty, the Almighty, you, you know what I'm saying? That's just grace, mm-hmm. you know, and and just knowing the work. Where else know? has uh where else has the music taken you, man? Like you say, I heard you say Germany, I heard you say Europe, so like Spain, all over Europe, uh, Spain. Uh, uh, London, England, uh, just all over Europe and in Japan. Uh, yes, yeah. I really want to go to Japan. Man, it, it Japan was interesting. <laughs> what made it interesting? Because I was there in the eighties. <clears throat> okay, and uh, I was with Gramlin State University. Wait, I got to say this right to all my all my Tiger fans to 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 the Gramlin State University. We're, no, take it back. Rewind, rewind. Where, where, to where, the where? right to the world famed, <laughs> world renowned Grambling State University Tiger Marching Band. You got to say the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing, like the like the Ohio State University. It's like yeah. a, it's like a pimp named Slickback. You, <laughs> you got to say the whole thing. You got to say the whole. Shout out Kim. You got to say the whole thing. Shout out Kim. You have to say the whole. You have to say the whole thing. That's cool, so, man. As a freshman, I went to Japan with the marching band, drumline, Chocolate Thunder '88, baby. Uh, so anyway, went over there with uh, Grambling, and I got my first taste of understanding of who I am as a black man from a world perspective. Mm. And 
while we were there, the, the band director, shout out to Dr. Conrad Hutchinson Jr., he really emphasized on the importance of our band. Not just our band, but all HBCU marching bands. We are ambassadors to a whole nation. Yeah. So, and I thought he was just being a prick at first. <laughs> but I didn't understand. We, we, I mean, why we, man, why the hell? Man, the, the flight from the swamp of Grambling all the way to, 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 to Japan, Tokyo International Airport was a 28 hour flight. Uh, oh, I thought 13 was 13 bad, hour flight. It was something retarded. Cause I, oof. Well, the whole, no, it, it was a 20 something because we had a layover in LAX. So the whole ordeal was basically 24 hours. Right. I'd never, tr- like, it was just the whole day. And we, in our, we are in a suit, black suit, thin ties, shoes polished. We are in a suit. On a plane. On a plane. <laughs> whole time. The whole time. I love a good suit, man, but I can't do it that long. <laughs> Facts, bruh. <laughs> it, I'm gonna tell you what it's like. It's hard. No, man. It's probably got heavy after a while, man. And then you get, you know, yeah. So, but anyways, but the point was, as long as you are in that sh- suit all the time, it's showtime. Right. Facts. I like that. They used to say that. Tell us that in our marching band. When you all time. This, the you, whole time yeah. is showtime. It ain't when you just have your instrument. It's a special protocol with being a marching band, for sure. And we were really, man, it it was a well-oiled machine. Like, at first, I didn't get it because you're young. You're st- and like, is this really necessary? You think they're being hard on they, you, but they're teaching you discipline. Man, listen. And structure. I do that to this very day. Mm. Like, anytime it's got to be about music, I ain't got to have it, but it's still showtime. Right now, it's showtime. Facts. So, getting... Got to be in that mode. I, I learned that from Grambling. Grambling State University, Mar- the, the world-renowned, 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 world-famed, world-renowned Grambling State University Tiger I love band. that you give it so much honor. Like, I'll let you man. say that. You say the whole thing. You I got to say that. the whole thing, man. <laughs> you have to. Swag from them too, like your outfit inspired by Grambling State Marching Band right now. So yeah, well, this, this, you got like a, kind of like a black cowboy thing going on. So this is a, this is so this is more of a shy town thing. You That's know? a shy town yeah, thing. Yeah, put them on. Thing. Put them on. You know this is. <laughs> So that's so We've that's the, the fashion old... segment of the Say What You Mean podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just when I was like, just spit, all right. Let's do it. So that so 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 some of my house heads, the old school house heads, like the uh-huh. Frank, you know that the the eighties was magical for me. You know, you talking about the old school house. We're, I don't know if y'all what wanna, a time, man. Yeah. So you know, I I lived that. So. You know that that this my cats when I first went to Chicago and I saw brothers and and, and I just shy is one of my other favorites. Now my favorite cities, Chicago. Oh, you, got, oh, you got a favorite now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do. I go like because he was going I was like, man, he because I was right. I was like, I know Eric gonna tell me his favorite song. He was like, I ain't got no favorite. Shy is my favorite because I, I the DJ saved my life. You know, literally, last the DJ night, saved my life. Last night, a DJ saved my life. Yeah, we go. That, that, that's there you a, go. But that's that's <laughs> so real for a generation. It, like you know, like you know, especially if you from that era of the house era, 
you know, um, house music is fire. When, when you know, like around here, man, that's that gay people music. Nah, bro, that's my. You can kick it to that. So listen, I always tell hip hop heads, especially if they hip hop heads, hip hop has a twin sister, and it's house music. And it is house facts. Music. <laughs> it is house music. It's the same time. It is it is DJ driven. It there is a culture to it. And I just grab it. Well, it chose me. I, I got on. I, I got on the house music through De La Soul because they would do skits where they would do like house. I'm like, man, I got on the house bounce. music from my mother. Your mom? Yeah, she used to work out to it. House music? No, nah, nah, not even joking, bro. She'd be on a treadmill listening to house music. Like, not even joking. Like man. house, well, you know. just okay and okay, just in her own mood, just doing her thing on the now, treadmill. In those clubs, man, it was it, when they say the DJ saved my life. One of the things that I experienced, I got open to it at Grambling, and then I transferred to Wilberforce University, where House and Central State, it's in the Midwest, and it was real deep. Mm. You know, some of the, you know, House, heavy, heavy House heads, you know, being in proximity to Chicago and Detroit, you know, in Cleveland, believe it or not, had a real heavy House scene. Really? Oh, oh, internationally known Mm. Cleveland yes and house so but anyways just experiencing that and just allowing to be immersed into the music you know and then the culture in and of itself just you know so as far as the fit the fashion all of that you know (laughs) because he wanted he want the boots that's what it is go get them I was gonna completely be honest. I was gonna ask him like, "Yo, where do you shop? Like, where do you you ask him?" I was. Oh no, I was like, I'm gonna be completely honest. But like when we when I saw you, I'm like, I wonder where this man shops. It's a nice outfit. He could put you on some stuff, man. So back in the day, we had Spiegels. So I don't know if anybody, (laughs) if 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 anybody of a certain age, thank y'all for having. Me, it was like speed, like like Sears or something catalog, like that. man. Oh, <laughs> the catalog. The cat, that was the internet. We didn't. That have. was Amazon. Oh. That was free Amazon. Like, that was that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The catalogs. The, the, I you remember had the Montgomery Ward, John. You had the the Spiegel. You had the J.C. Penny, John. Um, these were all pre Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Man. We, we didn't have Amazon. We had. The what was the one man it had the blue cover? It had a, it had all the shoes in it. It was East like Bay. East Bay. Yeah, they just closed East, East Bay. Just and they just shut it down. Wow, my sister, man. I, I just remember my sisters had all of them. I'm like, man, I ain't circling there. shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that's what you. Yep, all day. That's how I got. That's how the Christmas uh, list was was made back. Man, in the day. listen, <laughs> my mama here. Circle this. Circle what you want in here. Okay. Circle, circle, circle. Get to the yep. Toys R Us catalog. Circle everything. But yeah, Eric, I want to ask you a question. Uh, with all the projects you've done, what is one of your uh, albums that you've done where you feel you put the most work into? Because I always see you working on a lot of music. I put, ju- I put all of it into every, every, every thing that I create. It's just the equal amount of effort. You yeah. know, I'll, I'll, just when I think I've done one, no, I could probably do this. Mm. Okay, I could probably do more here. So I can probably do more. Like right now, so. I guess to answer that um, simply, this project that I'm working on now is more energetic only because now I'm thinking more music business now. Yeah, tell us more about it. So I'm thinking in regards to um, 
I am a music business. Facts. You, you, you dig? So every time I create or you create, you are now creating a property, right? Intellectual, but a property nonetheless. And with a property, you can renovate it. You can uh, 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 flip it, whatever. Sell it, own it, pass it on. That's what music is. It's intellectual property. It's your art too, yeah. Right? It's like this art piece right here. Yep. He could either sell that. He could uh, commission that to a museum. He could... There's so many ways of several different streams of income that could be made off this one piece here. It's, it's a property. Shout out Tim Carmony. Yeah. <laughs> shout out... What's his name? Tim, Tim Carmony. Shout out to Tim Carmony. That's a property he just created, right? Intellectual, but it's a property nonetheless. And just like this property, music is still a property. Intellectual nonetheless, but... And there's so many different ways that you can make money, and I'm just not figuring that out. You know, of course we got our streaming, but we... Nothing sells music like music. That's just true. You know, um, nothing sells a product, any product, like music. You know, you think of a jingle, you think of commercials. One thing that they all have in it is music. So music has to sell music, right? So we have to think of it in a sense of how can I use an advertisement for my album, yeah. right? And thinking more, um, you know, just it's just, it's a mind shift. You know what I'm saying? Business is a mind shift. It's, it's, it's not a hustle. It's a mind shift, you know? And, and, and again, getting back into the state of, of, of perpetual uh, inspiration, you know, that, that whole thing, you know, you have to live off of that. That's, you know, just being in that, it'll reveal itself even in business because you still got to be creative in business. What's one tip that you learned in this journey, like learning how to re-release music and, uh, what has been something that you've learned, like a good tip you can give someone who's going in that journey of trying to release music as art, as property, who may not just know how to do it? Because you seem like you're still learning along this journey. I am, man, I am a perpetual <laughs> student of this game. I am a student. I'm always learning. Um, what I would say is be open. Hmm. Stay open. You know, have an open heart, an open mind, open ear, you know open hand to receive money <laughs> always the open hand put that cash app right there yeah right <laughs> you know uh, you know come in the room you know re open you know because open not only just to receive but open to give you know so give the support gotta be mutual especially in music like yeah it's gotta be financially because that's general. how we make it like yeah. yeah people just think support is more than just sharing you have to like if you really care about their artist purchase you know help them make more you know what i'm saying so yeah sure and and and, and that's a karmic law you, you know what i'm saying so we i won't support me support me but who have you supported right right i just bought two independent artists just within the week you know, shout out to a sister named Keisha Nicole Foster, who's a, a spoken word poet. And then my boy, um, Tommy Lehman, who is a jazz trumpeter up in Akron. That's what's up. You know, I buy good music. <laughs> yeah. It's just I'm all, about the, I, I'm all about the support. And, you know, I got 
I got I got people who do music. I got people who do films. My buddy who did films, he asked me like, "Hey man, do you would you mind being in a short film for me?" I, yeah, sure. I got time. I'll be in it, man. I'll do what I got to do. Because right. we'll support the celebrities, music? but it's like you got yeah. people close to you who are doing this exact same. I got every one of my guys' albums. You know what I'm saying? Hold Most on, of them are still the physical copies are still in the plastic. We wear each other's faces on sh- on hoodies. You know, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> That's how we brand each other. Like but, I, it's all important. Yeah, support got to be there, but a lot of people think support is just a one sided street. Like, oh, I'm doing some, so y'all got to support me. If y'all don't, then I just ain't gonna follow you. And it's like, where, where was you at? You know what right. I mean? Like, where was you at when we was right here? Now we doing this. Now you, now you with it. Now you part of the team. And no, no, I'm nah. sorry. I'm just, you can't sit with us. 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 You can't buy this. No, you can't afford it. What are you saying to Mac? He said, Can you so buy who, that? Can Look you who buy I that? got on my on my playlist. Oh, Jean Peter MC. Thank you, you Mr. Support, Troy. I appreciate it. I rocks that on my yeah. I Say plugged that mean. in. I, I got that when you released it. I love that. I love that, man. I appreciate that. So I buy good music, man. Download it. I mean, you know, if it was in the record store. You buy it. I'd have went and flipped through it and got it. Got the vinyl. I keep it up. I like physical copies of stuff. Not Mm -hmm. my games, but like my music, my movies, stuff like that. Yeah, it's like memorabilia because it's art. Like records. Like that's how I treat records. Like I just feel like I'm holding a piece of art. Good physical copy or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, I got my digitals and all that, and it's cool, but sometimes I actually want to physically... I mean, it kind of takes you back, too. You know what I mean? Just yeah. the whole act of physically going and inserting But what I love disc. about buying it from underground artists and artists that you know is that, like, it could be something of value because when they make it, you could say, oh, I have that. Like, mm-hmm. the T-shirt. Oh, man, I got that T-shirt from Eric Because I'm waiting for oh, you I got to thought, just... I got thought I'm, process. I'm waiting. To, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. You know, it's it's just a matter of time for John Peter MC. Come on, man! Just 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 blow up the source of they, do they even have that now? Hey, I'll be there if it's what's going on. <laughs> I got the Walmart distribute uh, distributed thought process hey, EP. You know, like uh, 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 was that Rolling Loud? I'm waiting. See, I got the original, and I, I get the, I, I, and I, and I and I can talk it and back it up. I could talk smack and back it up because I got it here, right here. Yeah, so he, he gonna be up there. We gonna be we gonna be up there with this podcast stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's all yeah. moving. It's all moving. I'm grateful. And I wish the same for Mr. Troy as well. For sure, right? man. You seem like a really cool dude. Yeah, Mr. Sure. Troy. <laughs> what's, what's your hobbies, Mr. Troy? What you like to do other than music? Shoot, man! But I, feel, you I got see, expensive like, hobbies, man. So, what hobbies you got? Like, I like racing car, racing cars. Well, oh, really? Let me. Let, let, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't done it. Like, like I don't have any race cars or whatever like that. But I'm a big fan of Formula One. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! For real? Oh, LH44, baby. Oh, oh man! LH44. Listen, I only have like. One other friend that's into F1, and I don't know any other black people that are into F1. <laughs> so it's like, we, we we can work on that. We can get, we can get, we, 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 we'll spread the word, man. Two folds, man. Two folds. Because a lot of the races are in other countries. Other countries, yeah. Like seven in the morning on a Sunday. So F1? And I do. Two folds, LH44, baby. Man. That's crazy. School your boy about LH44, man. Get him hip. Lewis Hamilton is. Probably the greatest F one driver of all time. Ever. Also, also happens to be a black man. Oh, let, let me put it. Let me put it to you this way, so y'all can really, really understand. Y'all know who LeBron James is. He's a right. LeBron James F one. So if if LeBron drove a race car, 
His name will be Lewis Hamilton. Mm, I like that. He's that guy. Oof. That guy. He's is no, he's good? that guy. Oh yeah, I'm about to get on YouTube and do it on a break. Wouldn't even understand the, the positions and the ways he can maneuver that car. Wait, and this year his car was trash. Garbage car. It was a straight. Was trash it was just garbage. I love that you're putting the people on the F1 right now on the podcast. <laughs> you were never. You. Oh my God, did he? Dude, that car was just. Gabbage. <laughs> it don't even have an R in it. It's <laughs> gabbage. That car didn't deserve to finish top ten almost. I don't even know how he podiumed in that he car. Podium consistently. He, he's different. And he's what? 30, 30, he, same age as LeBron. Man. Yeah, 30, 30, 30, 30, 38. He's 38. Okay, same okay. age as LeBron. So he's up there older too. And that's a physical sport. Very physical. Oh, yeah. Them G's in them cars, I'm sure it's crazy. Six, seven G's running some of them corners. And, and and I've always been that guy to like race like I wanted to do that, but yeah. <laughs> I wanted the formula. I wanted to yeah. go formula. Did you? And I wanted to give a middle finger to NASCAR. But you know, I respect NASCAR now. I respect all of the motorsports. Yeah. Because it's 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 a whole nother Especially the bikes, man. I see them, them Ooh, that's oh, a whole nother oh, level right there. Edge. Bikes. I've seen them dudes on like them like them like them roads in Europe, them little back roads. You gotta turn to the side. Pulling yeah. like two fifty plus easy. And I'm just like, dude, I, I I I can't. I can't fathom being like on that bike and just the one thing go wrong. Like it it, it takes yeah, 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 it takes yeah. a level of balls to do that kind of stuff. Bro, a, a bug hitting you in the chest. Yeah, yeah. at sixty, it's a, it's a bullet, bro. Yeah, because I've been on the back of a motorcycle. My uncle, he he opened that Ibusa up, and man, he, right here in the shoulder, I thought I got yeah, shot. Nice, good bruise. Up I thought I got shot. Bull. It hurt so bad mm-hmm. that if it was any harder, I probably would have let go. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not a even joking. That hurt at sixty miles an hour. Just a little T-shirt. That's all Bam, Bam! Right in your chest. Oh God! It was oh just God! Me and a little T-shirt. I didn't have the jacket on. None of that. It was. Little polo, yeah. boom, yeah, yeah, that hurt. Yeah, I'll be wearing the leather <laughs> on a bike, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I definitely learned dress for the slide, not to ride from from here on mm. out. For real, for real. Yeah, because yeah, the F one. If you drove F one car in a tunnel upside down, it'll stick. That's how much downforce it has. F one facts on the Say What You Mean podcast with Eric Troy. Yeah, no, yeah. I I, I'm, I'm, I'm somebody to nerd out. Yeah, man. Listen, yeah, I like man. that. So check this out. We're gonna take a break, and when we take this break, we're gonna do a section called P's Positive Point. So Eric, I'm gonna ask you a point or a quote that means something to you. That one quote. I'm gonna do one. Krishan's gonna do one. Michael is. I'm gonna bring gonna one back. One. You're gonna bring one yeah, back. I'm gonna bring one back, but I'm gonna do it in the voice because it's just only <laughs> the voice. It's only yes. right that I do it now that we have Eric Troy here. Yeah, because you know, you just just yeah, man. What song you want us to play of yours on the break? Whatever. I don't know, man. I see. Can you can you send us off? Like, just I don't mean to put you on the spot, but can you introduce a song we play it on the break? So I just released. Um, a joint called Maggot Brain, which is a remake of the Funkadelic song, which the one you saw yes, me play. Lovely. So um, uh, I released Maggot Brain today. It's on all. Yes, it's out on all. Uh, all all the um, all streaming platforms. All streaming platforms. Well, introduce her quick and send us out of here on the break. So this is called uh, Maggot Brain 2.0. Um, it's an instrumental. It's it's the remake of Parliament Fun- uh, Funkadelic's Maggot Brain. It's the, the the rock classic Maggot Brain. I just did an orchestral piece of it, but I still got the spirit of Eddie Hazel here on Say What You Mean podcast. 
All right, episode eight. Go Wait, ahead, Christian. Did I take? I ain't take your. No, no, you're good. You're on. You're good. You're on the same Say what you mean. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Let go. Gonna... Wait, wait, wait. But let them know we're going to have peace. Go ahead and say we're going to peace positive point, and you know, say what, say what we're going to do. All right. We, here's you got you going. Go I ahead. got it. It's go cool. Ahead. All right. All right. Send all right. us out. Episode eighty. Don't forget the number. This is Seaweeds <laughs> closing us out before we go on this break. Before we get to peace positive point here on episode eighty of the Say What You Mean podcast with the talented musician Eric Troy. He's giving us a lot of good tips and pointers here. Also, I'm gonna go ahead and say it again: Black don't crack, it just ache, baby. But uh, we gonna go ahead and get into this music. We gonna let my man go ahead and bless your ears while we get into this break. All right, Seaweeds episode eighty. Jean Peter MC Eric Troy Mike Lizak. Peace, peace.
We're back. Yo, episode 80. The love, hey, listen, Eric and Zach are F1 buddies now. We just had a whole little moment. LH44. They LH, need that. Hey, it's good. It's good. LH44. Team. You always need somebody to kind of nerd out with with your interests and stuff. Listen, man. That, I love that. I love seeing black men in the F1. I never thought I'd see that. <laughs> sort, sort of, kind of, bro. Sort of. If I see you in Austin, then I know. Oh, you going? I'm, I'm, I'm saving up my little money. If I ain't, if I ain't busy with this music, man, I'm 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 out. They got Vegas coming up too. They got Vegas. They and got Miami. Miami. We got, we got three but races. I really want to go to Silverstone. Well, that's where. Oh, in, in England. In England, oh, yeah. I gotta see my boy oh, my do. God. I gotta see my boy in his home at home, Silverstone. Why don't you get in the F one? I ain't getting in no You just business. saw that damn crash? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hell no, I ain't doing that. You gonna put my nigga in one of them. <laughs> what? Yeah, you, go to, you go to England for that race, you let me know, and I'll just hop in your suitcase because I ain't got the money for all that. Hell well, yeah, I, I figure we, I mean, it might be our boy's last go round, and then he's going to go out, and he's coming out with his dick, well, I mean, with his privacy swinging. Hey, say what you mean. We've said he gonna come worse. out with his. He's slanging it. Yeah, okay. he's coming out with it. <laughs> like all, you know. If he wins the title, he's gonna retire. Oh, he's the eight. The if he wins number eight, he'll retire. So Lewis Hamilton, world's best driver of all time. He's the Le- if LeBron was a race car driver, his name would be Lewis Hamilton. He is the goat. He has the most wins, the most podiums, the most records, the, 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 the just everything you, you can think Lewis of. Lewis Hamilton. He's him. Lewis Hamilton. And the first black man in Formula One ever. History. Black history. So I know that. Yeah, black yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like Muhammad away. Ali. You know, he's all of them dudes all rode up in a race car. So, yeah. And I think, you know, he's 38. He's already making – he's – Speaking of which, okay, we're going to get back to the book, but I got to nerd out with my go head. Ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You good, you good, you good. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> say what you mean. Say what you mean. So did you see him stunting on, 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 at, at, at the Met? Did you see him stunt at the Met? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lewis Hamilton, what he did was he got four, five unknown, four, it was a four or five, four. four unknown fashion designers, all black, and shut it down. Shut the Met down. The Met Gala, the, the famous Met Gala. Mm-hmm. If any of you fashion fans are in, if it, or got fashion folks that's yeah, listening. Yeah, Met Gala's big. Yeah. Luke, LH44 shut it down with his designers, man. Shut it down. Just, Unknown designer. They just all collabed on one fit? They they collabed on several fits. Oh, okay, okay. They had several yeah, fits. Yeah, you were a multiple one. Ah. Yeah. And and he's a and, big time activist guy too. Like he's not just a race car driver. Don't get it twisted. He's a lot more than that. Damn, should we get him on a podcast? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got Lewis on the podcast. <laughs> oh my God, bro. I would explode. I'd be screaming like a little girl. If you're you listening, know, Mr. Hamilton. Yeah, Mr. Hamilton. Like, if you listen to the podcast, come on the show. Please, yeah, make my that brother, Zach's life. that brother, yeah, he's an activist, you know, and with the the one, the, one more nerd out, and then we're gonna be done. Okay, right. So, the, <laughs> did you see him when they was trying to shut him down over his over his jewelry? Yeah. So what? He, yeah, FIA. Wait, wait, wait. It's jewelry. So he's like, so the FIA is really just a bunch of like, not to that's the governing like body the of governing of body of, of form, Formula One. The prudes. Okay. Yeah. So right. they're pretty much a bunch of billionaires that don't like change. And here comes this guy 
who wears jewelry. He's oh, he fitted every time he show up. Oh, he flashed. It's the runway. Yeah, he got. He drip, walks in he fitted. Rings, he drips. Drippy, drippy, and the, with the outfit. Every and they don't. They don't like that. <laughs> so they try to shut that shit down. But he's just like, nah, like. This is who I am. I'm gonna be who I am. This has nothing to do with we're, my ability we're, we're, to race this car. And so they tried to, you know, he 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 iced out. You know, he he fitted. It's the unprofessional hair thing of Formula One. Right. It sounds pretty like. much. <laughs> it, pretty, 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 is what pretty it sounds much. like. Just showing tattoos in an office setting. So they want like structure with it. Yeah. Well, what what happened? Then what what really pissed them off is he he had a Brianna Taylor shirt on. Mm. Oh. That's what. Pi- and we, well, we don't want any activism, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, when Black Panther came out and then he won and he, and he threw up the Wakanda salute. <laughs> he got out the car and was like, hey. Yeah, someone has, <laughs> I know they were up in that box. Someone has to stop him. But, what, but, like, but they, you don't want to stop him because he is the reason why people watch F1. We can't so stop part. So I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to go like the reason why F1. Especially black people. Has has well, well, you know, when we show up, we show out and make a whole lot of people rich. Formula One has gotten more eyes on it because of him. Mm-hmm. Sounds one like guy. So much, so many more. Eyes. He has made Formula One sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got little Formula black kids one. from. You got little African kids. I want to be Lewis Hamilton. And they'll do As it. As a matter of fact. <laughs> There is a kid in go-kart racing, little girl, a girl out of Florida. She she's she's that chick. And she's one of Lewis Hamilton's Padawans. Well damn. Yeah. That's what she's doing. <laughs> It's a wrap. They wouldn't know it's what over. the world would know about F one. Because still not enough people know about it. But if that happens, the world... Well, actually, know. actually, the world is is this United States don't United know States about it. Know about yeah. Because they go yeah. on every continent. It's a world sport, for sure. It is a world sport, but U.S. ain't ain't, ain't on it all like that. But they're coming after it. We, like, we got three, we got three major races. Three big races. Three they're, big all, races. they're all in different times of the season, so each one kind of means a little bit more. Yeah, the, there's Miami, uh... Austin. Austin, and then Vegas. now there's Vegas now, right? It's not this year, I don't think. I think Are they doing Vegas? Is the first year. I think next year is the first year. This year they did they they, <laughs> they did Miami, Miami this year. Time, yeah. yeah. So F one. See, I'm somebody on YouTube bro. watching this shit now. You so much so that you did you see make the stallion with with taking pictures with 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 for me uh, with uh Red Bull team and they didn't know who she was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they know who she is. They didn't know who she was, and she didn't know who they were. But so all she knew that was he's from Spain, and or Perez is from Spain, and Verstappen's from the, the Netherlands. So, like, I mean, he's, yep, he's like, from Belgium. I wouldn't be super shocked if they didn't know who Meg the Stallion was. I guess I don't know. She's just taking pictures. She didn't know because they won. <laughs> of course, of course. Nah, listen. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, nah, you good. You good. We nerded listen. out for nah, me. You good. You good. You I'm good. about to say, I'm about to, I'm F1 out now. We had, we had, we had, a, we had a sports ESPN segment. Too. Nice little sports segment. <laughs> well, I'm glad I got you talking, bro. <laughs> glad I got you talking. This, this the most Michael Zachton talked on the podcast. He's so happy with this no episode. mic. <laughs> so cute. I've had two episodes on the mic for Chill out. Chill out. He did. Chill out. Chill out. Chill out. Listen, we got to end this podcast with P's positive point. It's P's positive point. (laughs) So that's where we have our guests come up with a quote. Who wants to go first? Eric, you want to go? Should I go? How you want to do it? I'll go. You want to kick it off? Yeah, I'll kick it off. Go ahead. All right. Well, we was talking about having expensive habits, expensive hobbies. So my quote is, all this steak 
and no one to eat it with. <laughs> no, that ass. Uh, my quote actually comes from the interview I uh, spoke on earlier uh, that you had was, you know, that elder that you said, you know, if you can see it, you can be it. Yeah. And yes. that's like I said, when I was reading that, I saw a lot of similarities with, you know, people telling you like get into music. There's nothing lucrative about that and stuff like that. And, you know, me having to, I, I was I was the one doing it to me, you know. Mm. So I had to really get myself out of that. And my mom, like I said, when she showed interest in what I had going on, that was really a defining moment for me, like getting started on this because I figured if she saw I can do it, then I, I definitely can. Mm -hmm. And it's it's important to see it in yourself, you know, especially when starting a creative endeavor of any kind, um, to know that if this is really what you want to do, you know, it's not going to be easy. Nothing's ever going to be easy. You're not going to wake up and be a, a, a screenwriter or you're not going to be a filmmaker. You're not going to be a musician. You're not going to be a, a ball player or the best motherfucker in Formula One. You're not going to wake up and do that. You have to earn that. Right. Um, right. But exactly. in my mind, I do feel like everybody who has succeeded in all of those branches have saw themselves there consistently and they continue to push for that. So uh, my serious quote is, well, if it's not my quote, but uh, yeah, if you can see it, you can be it. I like that, Plain Michael. Zach, you got a positive point with yours. Yeah, I got one. We can... Speak up. <laughs> so my quote's kind of weird because, like, mm -hmm. I it means something, but I can't explain it. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Okay, what is it? So a wise man once said, "Bees don't waste their time explaining to flies that honey is better than shit." So what's that mean to you? What do you think it means? I can't explain it. It means something, but I can't put into words what... Say it one more time. Say it again. It means. Bees don't waste their time explaining to flies that honey is better than shit. I just read it as, mm. you ain't got to explain yourself. You ain't got to explain why you what do you things. What you think it means, Eric? Like that's just, it's, just, it's one that just kind of makes you think. I want to ask Eric, what you think it means? So, so, yeah, you don't have to explain yourself because bees wouldn't have to because... It is something that comes from them. It is valuable. It is very valuable to the world. Explaining I don't yourself. have to explain the value. And it's a fact and that honey is definitely better fact. than shit. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> right. Across all boards. Say it one more time, Zach. Bees don't waste their time explaining to flies that honey is better than shit. I like that. Straight up. Now, I explain ourselves to people. I'm going to do mine. Mine is your actions this week will fuel your future successes. Remember that. And I feel like what that means to me is like every day, like I wake up with an intention of doing something. Mm. So it's mm. like mm. structure. That's why I, I never used a planner until this year. Never was one to wow. use a planner. But it's like ever since I used the planner, it makes me visualize what I want to do in the coming months, just mm. looking at the days. So it's like now when I wake up and just plan my weeks, like, yo, this day I'm doing this on this day. It's all about structure, but it's like what you do now is going to pay off. We tell ourselves all the time, we may look at our numbers at the podcast, name not may not be like Joe Rogan numbers right now or Drink Champs numbers, but if we visualize and prepare mm -hmm. now, you know what I'm saying, our actions, what we do now, putting in the week, putting in the work for this podcast, it's going to come out. And this is so dope. Thank you. Anyways, man. So I, I, I feel good being here, man, and just being in an art space. This whole vibe is just fresh, man. That's why we like doing here, it man. here because it's like that energy rubs off into the podcast. Like we, we have a certain protocol with our guests, but 
in the episode we want to have that level of comfort where we're laughing and we're yeah, in the, you know we're, we're, we're kicking it talking about F one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, but I like that. My I quote again is: "Your actions this week will fuel your future successes." Remember that. And last but not least, ah yes, yes. What's your positive point? Mine is: Your gift requires your complete obedience. Mm. Your okay. gift requires your complete obedience. Let me break that down. Biblically, uh, uh, it's a, somewhere in Proverbs, it says, the gifts will make room for you before great men. And I'm going to add, and women. <laughs> Respect. Um, it has been... The, so far, my journey into being a creative, um, that has been all the way 100%, one gajillion, a billion, a million percent true. That the gifts make room for you. But what is that gift? What What is the, the you know, when you are given the gift of something, like for me, music and creativity, that gift comes from a place of a, of divinity. It comes from a place of of infinity of infinite it is whether you believe it or not it doesn't require you to believe it it requires you to be obedient to it right so that gift because it's divine does not require for you to hustle like when i hear a bunch of like in the music game you man you got to hustle you got to get it you got to hustle hustle no it doesn't no you don't mm. all you need to do is be obedient to your gift inside you because it is, it comes from the divine and the divine will give you all of the desires of your heart if you are obedient to your gift. No matter who says what stuff, you saw the first beginnings, the first, the seeds sprout of something that I've been planning for eight years. You were there, you witnessed it and you enjoyed it. I, I'm a, I did. You, you did you? A lot of people enjoyed it. That wasn't the final one. That's just you know, the seed. You know you can do more, yeah. Right? So that gift, the gift of this pain, one of the, the reasons why I'm just feeling this is because this has some energy and some some good vibes in here. You know, the gift itself is, is, is just a journey. And the journey, uh, it's not even the end point. It's the journey itself. Like, it got me here to y'all. Facts. Right? So, and I'm just, wow. I'm just being in the moment of my gift. That has me in a room of great men. I'm before great Respect. men right now. I appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. You dig? So, and it, it was my gift that led me here. You know, it was a gift that opened up the doors. It is always the gift. So, your gift requires its obedience, which means when you get this idea, this, this, this point, this thing in your head, man, I gotta, I gotta write something down, or I gotta, I have a scribble. I need to, an image in my head. I need to scribble it out as the best as I can, or I have a quote. I need to write this down, or a lyric, or whatever it is. You know, write it down, record it somehow, and then watch it grow. It'll make your gift will make room for you. So. I think that's a dope way to close sure. out the pod, man. That 
It, like I said, like all these connections, and then once me, you, and I met, we saw how much we knew the same people, the same connections, and musicians. Yeah. All people on the same path is trying to make a connection because your gifts will definitely open doors for you. Shout out to my <clears throat> daughter Redina who introduced me to John P. Shout out to Miss Redina, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up, man. It's just the world is so small. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, the world is truly, truly, truly. Excuse me. Truly and I small. did see you open up for KRS One. You I did. was at that show. Really? Yes, I saw you. I saw you get busy. Did I impress you? Oh man, you held oh, it, man. I, I, I just, I, I, you needed your own show though. Ooh, you I needed did. your own show, man. Of course, and, man. And 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 that's and this and, and and that's just how I look at cats. Just, just, you know how to work the crowd, which a lot of cats just be all in the head. Well, I'm just going to do the song if y'all like it, whatever. That ain't what you did. <laughs> I got to demand respect. How y'all doing? Right. Yo, show some love. Akron in the building. You, 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 you embrace the audience. And then, you know, I, and I, I think, yeah, I was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> I like that. Okay. And, and, and just so you know, I, I was in Atlanta. Um, I was at the first Fresh Fest 1. Oh man! So yeah, I, I I was gonna wear my shoelaces for you, my Adidas with my shoelaces, <laughs> but yeah, I was gonna do that for but you. You was there though. Yeah, I was there. Man, yeah, I was there. You know, I did that. Any yeah. last shout outs before we get out of here, Mister Troy? Uh, shout out to y'all, man. Appreciate Thank that, you. Man. Shout outs to y'all, man. Gotta dap you up over here. Cause man. yeah, man. I'm know. a fan of this show, man. I'm Thank a fan you. of like I I, I got y'all. I, I like I got y'all. Facts, you subscribe, yeah. subscribe, yeah. man. I'll be listening. You showed it. It's for real. Like you know, and I'm 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 loving like what y'all doing in the community and 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 the the shirts. I gotta get me. Yeah. I, I gotta go. I'm gonna order the shirt. I, I'm gonna get. The oh shirt. yeah, real quick. www.jeanpetermc.com. Get your say what you mean merch. Thank you, Mister. There are shirts right. with my face on them. I'm, I'm repping my boy today. Repping, repping seaweed. So if you don't want in my face, you can get Krishan's face. Vice versa. You know what I mean? Any I, last shout outs, Michael Zach? Michael Zach shirts coming. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, Todd does want a shirt that says move before you burn your nuts because of my cat. <laughs> so, I do have to get a shirt made for Todd, specifically a one of one that says move before you burn your nuts. Todd, I got you, bro. All right. You got any shout outs, Zach? Uh, obviously, always shout out the hub. Shout out y'all too. Shout out the hub. Man. Shout out to the hub again. Shout out the hub. Mad love. Uh, shout out to Eric for making the trip down here, of course. Oh, we nerded out. Thank you, Eric, for coming, man. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. I had a little F one moment. I'm about to be F one out when I get to the. I'm about to get on. Oh, YouTube. by the way, I got, I got, I, I do got the F the, the Patronus drip though. Oh, I got the forty. I got the Mercedes hat. I the, I, I'm, I'm on. I'm on the ground with it. I'm on the ground with it. <laughs> Chris Shaw, you got any shout outs? Uh, same as always, man. Just shout out to Hub for letting us do the pod here. Shout out to Mr. Troy for coming through, talking to us, hanging out with us for a little bit. It's been a long ass day, but appreciate you for uh, sticking it out. You as well, Zach. And uh, shout out my friends, my family, my job, my kid. Same old, man. Yeah, I want to give a shout out. This is our 80th episode, Mr. 80th. Troy. 80. 80 episodes on this podcast. So I want to shout out to uh, Mr. Troy for being here, Eric Troy. 
Uh, I want to shout out to our listeners, man. Um, this is people who subscribe, uh, ones who just understand we starting, you know, we're getting somewhere. You know, I, like I've just been visualizing the future for this podcast, and I visualize great things. So thank you for listening. Uh, shout out to Mike Lazak, Seaweeds. Shout out to the Hub. You know, we getting a lot of love in this episode. I know you like the space upon coming. Oh in. yeah, man. So the outside and inside. Oh 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 oh. One more shout out, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'd also like to shout out Latinos on Tusk best mexican place in the city not joking i don't care about none of that extra we're not talking about el camps we're not talking about blue habanero latinos baby right there across the street from mr heroes get over there sergio that's the owner he i am the number one customer he said that my man hey i'm coming for them free shots serge young serge you know what i'm saying i'm just saying y'all need to get over there i'm not joking where's it located right across the street from mr hero on tusk you don't have to make them a sponsor something i'm gonna have to bring some in here I'm gonna have to bring some in here. Let me know. Yeah, <laughs> man. Uh, so yeah, like it's around, like it's uh, and, mm, around okay. there. Right there. Yep, okay. it's probably right that that little block right yeah. there across the street from Mr. Hero, right there by the little uh the little Dominican shopping spot right there. Okay, Speedway right there. You can't miss it. I'm telling you, they only go they only closed on Wednesdays. They is good to go every other day, man. You need to get up in there. All right. Yeah, Maryland and words. between Maryland okay. words. And Make sure you get there. Ohio. All right, episode eighty, man. Jean Peter MC, Mike Lazak, Eric Troy in the house. We out of here, y'all. Say Peace. what you mean. Peace. Peace. Uh, say what you mean. Mean what you say. I'm from the three three yo. Where them boys don't play. Say what you mean. Mean what you say. I'm from the three three yo. Where them boys don't play From the northwest to the northeast Say my name once and they know it's me Southeast to the southwest No arguments, yeah, I got next John P One, two Let me talk my shit again real quick uh, I will not settle These voices